0: bottom like a boss. Want to know more? Go to RonnieWashburn.com now. That's R-A-O-N-I. Washburn.com and find out for yourself what it truly means to bottom like a boss with Bossy Power Bottom Wear. The following is brought to you by Bossy Power Bottom Productions. We all know That when anyone says that they're averse bottom, that really what that means is that they're actually just a bottom who's just a little too thirsty for attention. It's a tale as old as time. Picture this. You're out at the gay bars, most likely with Cahoy, having a very messy night of drinking and as you continue to put back drink after drink after drink after drink you suddenly realize that your next goal for the evening is to find that next hot jock top that walks through that door so that you can go home with them and have hot passionate sex because you're getting so fucking drunk horny and Because you're with Cahoy, the typical scenario is that it is just you and him at first, but as time continues to maneuver through the evening, you suddenly find yourself surrounded by like 15 other guys and he starts to introduce you to them one by one by one like it is every single time you go out with Cahoy for a messy night of drinking at the gay bars and you hone in on what you think is that hot jock top. I mean, listen, you guys, We all know what that hot jock top is, right? He's that stereotypical guy who has a beard, has a backwards ball cap, probably a wife beater, wearing super short shorts. You can tell he goes to the gym a lot. He has tattoos all over his arms and neck and back and all of it, and he just looks so delicious and juicy and everything you wanted and more for the evening. And the alcohol isn't helping you guys. It is making you want to go in for the kill. But just as you set your sights on that hot jock top, you look over and you see the most feminine little gay boy of all time flirting and trying to get to know him and interacting with him. And you suddenly realize that if you don't insert yourself into that scenario, that you might just let that hot jock top slip away from you in the cracks and he will go home with this feminine gay boy. So you insert yourself and you suddenly realize that the gay boy's no fool. He knows that you're going in for the kill as well, just like he is. And it suddenly becomes a competition of who can take home that hot job top and have hot passionate sex. But then guess what, you guys? The scenario ends with the feminine gay boy and that hot job top going home together and you suddenly feel an overwhelming sense of defeat and you just don't know why he liked the other guy better than you. But then as you continue to like have conversation with Gahoy in your drunken stupor, you realize that that hot jock top that you were going in on so hardcore didn't go home with you because he is actually a full-blown bottom. And the little feminine gay boy just so happens to be the top. And they went home together because somehow they knew that about one another. So what the actual fuck? There was no indication that that was the case at all whatsoever. So sit back, relax, put on that condom, or pop your prep pill, and let's explore the entire notion of what it means to experience that hot jock top energy. You are now listening to My Gay Exposé podcast, a show that unperfectly describes what it's like when life has you fucked in the head while being fucked from behind. I'm Ronnie Washburn, a writer, LGBTQ+ community activist, self-proclaimed messy, loudmouthed, and somewhat semi-passable podcast host. Popper Somalier Porn star fluffer and training, and local San Francisco bossy power bottom that just so happens to be on the left of you on your grinder grid. And this is my gay expose podcast. Ronnie Washburn here. And welcome back to the show that really just is the most masculine power top to your bossy power bottom, My Gay Exposé podcast. And on this week's expose, we explore the entire notion of what it means to hear the words that come out of my mouth that say that hot jock top that you've been eyeing on your grinder grid for weeks. And what I mean by that phrase. We're going to talk about tops, you guys, just the most desirable, beautiful, perfect, luscious top that you could ever possibly describe the control that tops generally like to have in the bedroom and whether or not that's actually a penetrative term or just a overall demeanor in life. Uh, you know, being a top and what that actually fully means in regards to the definition and the description, can lesbians actually have this same top and bottom dynamic in their relationships just like gay men do? Is labeling your sexual position going the way of the dinosaur in regards to the evolution of today's gay society Some moments where I've actually had to find myself topping and being a very lazy top at that, how I'm a total boss in life and willing to be a complete bossy power bottom, why San Francisco is like swimming in a sea of fucking bottoms with the only outcome is drowning in the sea of bottoms and the only way out is looking towards that hot jock top just as if it's a life preserver. And we're going to talk about selfish tops, dating and not understanding if this guy's a top or a bottom and going multiple dates through without having any sort of conversation and knowing that you're potentially going to the bedroom and what's going to end up happening once you get there. Neither one of us knows. And What do you identify with or label yourself sexually in the bedroom? And I'm asking this, you guys, this week as the Your Gay Expose segment question, because I really just want to know overall what people identify as and why they identify as that. And really hoping that we potentially get some people who just choose not to label themselves. But we'll just have to see what ends up happening this week. But first, before we actually realize that that hot jock top that we have been going back and forth with about going out on a first date and you just know that if it ends up going back to the bedroom it's going to be the best sex ever but then once you get to that said date he openly discloses to you that he is 100% a bottom. First let's hop into this week's re-exposé. Welcome to this week's Re-Exposé, the segment in which I take the time to reassess, re-examine, re-explain, re over, or just re-say shit that I said in past episodes that maybe you didn't fully understand, or you know what, maybe I didn't even fully understand, or you know, you came for me and I felt like I needed to readdress, or once I re-listened through for an edit, I was like, ugh. Oh my fuck oh god. What the fuck was I I just um oh, so embarrassed. What a goddamn mess. That definitely merits a re expose. All right you guys, so check it out. So we are just like weeks weeks away from my 2024 AIDS life cycle journey and it's crunch time. I need your help. I have a $3500 goal and I need all of you out there to Click on this week's, you know, show notes, there's a link. Click on any one of my social media bios, there's also a link. Click on any one of my websites, there's also a link. If you pretty much just Google Ronnie Washburn, you can find a way to donate to my 2024 AIDS Life Cycle journey, and you guys, I'm nowhere near my goal, and I don't want to be embarrassed when I show up for that week-long bike ride from San Francisco to Los Angeles, without meeting my goal. I I mean, I'm a fucking captain. I need you to help me out. Please, I'm asking, donate to my AIDS life cycle journey. All the resources go to the most incredible organization that I'm so proud to be a part of. And, you know, it goes to that moment where little Timmy from Omaha, Nebraska, you know, just so happens to move to San Francisco, goes to his first gate orgy and suddenly realizes that he doesn't have medical insurance And he needs to get tested. And so this allows that moment for him to walk into the Strut Clinic in San Francisco or the Los Angeles LGBT Center in Los Angeles and get tested for free. That's where all this money goes. And you know what? If little Timmy gets diagnosed as positive, that money also goes to helping little Timmy get on medication, getting him pointed into the right direction on his next steps on his you know, diagnosis journey. It is just the most incredible organization and I need you to help me out, please. I'm almost there. 2024 AIDS Life Cycle. Once again, if you pretty much just Google Ronnie Washburn, you can find a way to donate to my AIDS Life Cycle journey. And speaking of AIDS and HIV, randomly, it's just so funny how my life just kind of coincides and comes full circle. As a matter of fact, on AIDS Lifecycle last year, I met this guy named Christian Mercer Hall from London, who basically started this app called Positive Plus One, which is an incredible app that allows people who have been diagnosed with HIV, who are living with HIV, who maybe just know others who are living with HIV, who are in the medical field and can give their advice to people who are newly diagnosed as HIV, who There's other people like me out there who are complete, full-blown HIV and AIDS advocates. It's just such an incredible community, you guys. And some of the stories that I have heard from people on this app are mind-blowing and incredible. And I cannot wait for all of you to get fully immersed in this positive plus one moment. And you know, I actually just set some stuff up so that I'm actually getting mailed a shit ton of flyers for Positive Plus One to endorse and advertise on my 2024 AIDS life cycle journey this year. And so you guys check it out when you get the opportunity, go to the Apple App Store or the Google Play Store and just search P plus sign one and register for Positive Plus One now or go to positiveplusone.com and you can get all the information that you need and more. And you guys, listen, go to bossy power bottom wear at ronniewashburn.com. That's R-A-O-N-I washburn.com and pick your next piece for your upcoming gay and or pride related event or just shit that you want to wear to the gym to ensure that when you see that hot jock top across the room at the gym, you know that when you go to the showers and then he goes to the showers, that he is going to fuck you in those showers. You guys, Bossy Power Bottom Wear, it's incredible. It's amazing. Pride season's like just months away. Get your piece now before that shit sells out. Bossy Power Bottom Wear at RonnieWashburn.com. That's R-A-O-N-I, Washburn.com. And one last thing. You guys, oh, I cannot express how much fun I am having doing my second podcast. A Bossy Power Bottom production production. Blood is thicker than alcohol with my straight brother Ryan as my co-host. And you guys, shit is getting real on that show. It is getting a lot more attention than I expected this early on. I am having so much fun doing it with my brother and we basically just go back and forth and just compare and contrast gay and straight life and basically just like Critique, pop culture, shit that's happening in the news, real stories based on our actual lives, and we just drink our way through the entire time. It's so much fun. I'm so excited the show is blowing up in my face, and I need all of you to go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify, follow, click like star, click like, click like stars, (laughs) click like and rate five stars. How about that? And follow us along on Our Blood is Thicker an alcohol journey. I have a lot of fun shit planned for future episodes and you don't want to miss one moment. So before we get my gay expose on this week's topic of conversation that just so happens to have a overwhelming sense of writing that hot jock top dick famed undertone first let's get your gay expose and this week the question was asked to a few of my friends as well as you the listeners oh, okay guys listen i just really want to know what most people who reply to this survey consider themselves to be in regards to what they label themselves as in the bedroom sexually So in other words, are you a top? Are you a bottom? Are you verse bottom? Are you verse top? Are you just versatile? Are you a side? Do you choose not to have a sexual label? Like what do you consider yourself to be? So let's just get some of those responses now. Michael says, Verse or verse bottom. Depending on the guy, it just depends on what gets me off about him the most. James says, I have little to no desire to top. I really only bottom pretty much exclusively. Matthew says, top. Peter says, I'm pretty verse. I love a good flip fuck. York says, I would only bottom. I've never been good at topping, and I tend to come a little too quick whenever I top. It's more my style to also be very passive. Mar says, top, because you already know that I love big asses. All right, you guys, listen, look at the actual podcast art that you're probably already staring at while you're listening along to the show. I have a big ass and I get so much attention for it. (laughs) Kyle says verse for the most part. I like to stay open to the most opportunities, and I just love it all, depending on the mood and, of course, the guy. Alex says, top or side? Okay, you guys, listen. I'm going (laughs) to call out this side bullshit. So, apparently, being a side means That you don't do anal and you only suck dick or eat ass or whatever the fuck. And I'm like, are we? You got. That's it. I I can't even go on to describe my feelings about this. And that's it. (laughs) Ken says, I usually prefer to bottom. But for the right guy, I will definitely top. (laughs) San Diego Rob says, sub bottom. Topping does absolutely nothing for me. I've tried it and I'm a smaller framed guy. So it's easier for me to get mounted rather than me mounting another. (laughs) Michael number two says, I'm just as much of a bottom as you are. (laughs) This bitch knows me well. (laughs) Cameron says, I usually bottom just because I feel like that's what I'm good at. I'd like more of an opportunity to top more often, but the types of guys that I'm attracted to always want to top. Cameron, I'm guessing that you do not live in San Francisco. (laughs) I'd be willing to bet. Jeff says you already know the answer to that question. (laughs) Okay, so Jeff is busting me out officially on my very own show. (laughs) So clearly, you guys, Jeff and I have fucked and clearly... He fucked me. So there's your answer. (laughs) Morgan says, I'd say mostly bottom because I feel like since I'm a petite, small, short, five, six Asian guy, I tend to give off that anyway. Plus, I like to make sure the other guy, mostly tops, mind you, are pleased. There are rare occasions that I've topped, but only with first guys. I do like to eat out a top-only hole. That is, of course, this said top makes sure that they've got it ready for me if the opportunity presented itself to me and a top daddy said that he'd let me top him, I wouldn't mind. (laughs) Okay, so this is what I'm getting from this answer. So to me, Morgan is saying that he bottoms because he feels like maybe he should. Because he's a five six short petite Asian boy, but I think what he really wants is to top top daddies. Am I wrong, Morgan? <laughs> let me know if that's what you want. And here is what I hope for you: if your goal is to be that petite, small, short five six Asian guy that tops top daddies, then go get that shit. There are plenty of people out there that will let you do that. I can. Almost rest assured. Jesse says, I'm a total top. You know, I'm willing to go out on a limb here and say that the actual term total top is something that I feel is becoming just a little bit more extinct in regards to the idea that that so many guys that really just consider themselves to be tops are really experimenting more with, like, bottoming and doing other sexual things. And really, they just can't call themselves total tops anymore. Don't you think? Sergio says, top, verse. I mainly top, but I would love to verse more with the right guy and the right cock. I can't take big ones, and I tear way too easily. So sometimes... I can't bottom, even if I want to. I wish I could be a little bit more verse. (laughs) So translation, I'm a top because I have to be, and I would be a bottom, and I wish I was a bottom, but I'm a top. (laughs) Daryl says verse, but nobody ever lets me bottom, so I guess I'm mostly top. (laughs) I enjoy dominating and fucking a hot ass. And it's even hotter when it's pre-lubed with a load or three. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. Daryl continues. I like to throw a guy around, make them moan and beg for another load. (laughs) Wow. Okay. So, Daryl, you're making me laugh. But you're also making me horny at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) Kevin says... Oh my god. God. Uh, Kevin says as follows. Bitch, please. I don't think I even know how to top... (laughs) As usual, all of these answers are just one big giant cluster fuck. Really, just all over the place. And you know, I have to say, San Francisco has that reputation in the gay community for being like what I've stated before multiple times in this show's history, where it's like swimming in a sea of goddamn bottoms. It's like we're all fucking bottoms out here. And chances are, if you're a top visiting San Francisco, then you're in for the time of your life, basically, because you have so many different bottoms to choose from. But here's the thing, you guys, something that I have noticed from the moment that I moved to San Francisco way back in like late 2015, 16-ish, and the full transition all the way up to this moment here in 2023, I've noticed that back then it was a lot more of... People on Grindr specifically saying whether they're a top or a bottom or whatever and openly disclosing their sexual positions on their fucking profiles. Whereas now, as we get closer to 2023, I'm noticing a lot more guys on my Grindr grid that either aren't disclosing their sexual position, I think mostly in part to they're just leaving the options open, or there are so many more versatile guys out there now on these fucking grinder profiles far more than I ever saw when I first moved here. And so I just sort of feel like maybe we're sort of, I don't know, transitioning into a moment where everybody's trying to open their mind a little bit more sexually. And maybe some guys who consider themselves to be bottoms are sometimes topping and sometimes guys who just only top are sometimes bottoming. And uh, I don't know. Just let me know what you guys all think about that. And if maybe you see the same pattern as we continue to evolve in today's gay society. But you do you know what if you didn't get your answer read this week, you guys, don't worry, just continue to follow on Instagram at exposingmygay. And remember, the funnier the answer, the more likely you'll be read live on the show. And also, there's a new little perk, you guys. If you go onto mygayexposepodcast.com just in case you did miss the question on the Instagram story, you can find that same question lying on that info page every single week. And you could submit your answer right there on the website. It's quick. It's easy. It's painless. Do it every time. And the chances of you being read live on the show will be a little bit higher. But now let's get my gay expose and you'll find out what exactly I mean by that hot jock top energy. you guys listen I wanted to take this quick time out to ask you for a huge favor I need all of you right now in this moment to go over to Apple podcasts and click five stars this helps us in the podcast world out so much more than you will ever know it actually gets us to that trajectory that we're actually already on our way to just a little bit faster and it makes Things start happening. I I really just need your help. Please, if you wouldn't mind, just go to Apple Podcasts, click five stars. And if you don't want to click five stars, just, well, keep that click to yourself. (laughs) But you can also rate five stars on Spotify too. So wherever you listen to your podcasts, please, I need your help. Click five stars and allow my gay expose podcast to get to that next best thing. So I've used this phrase so many fucking times on this show. It's not even funny. So let me explain just a little bit more in depth what exactly it means when I say that hot jock top energy. Now you guys listen throughout every story or scenario that I describe. I've always sort of described it as that hot jock top that you've been eyeing on your grinder grid for weeks. But you never actually give him the time of day or even want you to see that you've like looked at his profile or that you have wouldn't even think of tapping him. I mean, let's just face it. You're attractive, but he is just so pristine and perfect and gorgeous and beautiful and could be on the cover of any magazine. Perfect hair, perfect teeth, perfect muscles, hairless. Uh, that typical guy that you would see in every production style porn, you name it, that is this hot jock top energy. And so when one day this said hot jock top hits you up on Grinder and wants you to come over for a fuck, you feel an overwhelming sense of like, oh my God, what's happening right now? How did I get here? Why does this beautiful, perfect hot jock top want me of all people to come over for a fuck? But you guys, listen. In most situations, that hot jock top is asking you over mostly because he just wants to have sex. He just wants to get off. And I'm only going over there to do it knowing full well that he's out of my league just because I know that when I walk out of his place and do my gay walk of shame home, I already know that I will never hit him up ever again. And he won't do the same for me. So for a quick grinder bang it's perfect it's like what you needed for that moment it worked out for both of you perfectly but for me personally in my own dating life when it comes to like dating and you know now that I'm getting just a little bit more serious in regards to trying to meet guys to date and eventually you know vest a relationship or see what's happening next or you know anything could be possible at that moment in time. My biggest turn on in a guy is obviously I want them to be attractive, but all of these things that I've described about this hot jock top or this hot jock top energy, I don't need all of that shit. I'm way more into the guy's personality, how much fun they are. Those things are far more important to me than anything that could grace the cover of like a Sports Illustrated magazine. And that's just the way that I am. Yes, I love to look at naked and pretty men, but also there's a lot of beauty in all the different variations of pretty and naked men. I think we could all unanimously agree. So there are a lot of specific clumps of gays out here in San Francisco that are strictly into looks and looks alone. And so... I feel like that's a big part of the reason why a lot of gays are single out here is because they're always looking to find that next perfect hot jock top or that guy carrying that hot jock top energy. And they just, it's almost always a fucking nightmare epic fail. So that being said, like, what is being a top? Let's just talk about tops for a moment this week. Because what I actually learned was that A top doesn't necessarily mean penetration or that that is your sexual position of choice. It could mean a vast different number of things. And truth be told, I think that we all live in this gay world where we think that tops are supposed to be the masculine jockey like guys and bottoms are supposed to be the feminine little gay boys that just bend over at the drop of a hat and let pretty much any dick fuck them. But the reality of it is, is as we evolve as members of today's gay society, I'm starting to find, especially in current day San Francisco, that a lot more guys out there are willing to relinquish the sexual titles and pretty much just go for whatever they want. So in other words, I'm not necessarily a top. I'm not necessarily a bottom. I'm not necessarily verse. I and now there's this whole new fucking side thing, which that's a whole nother cup of tea in itself. And I have my personal opinions about that. And that's for a different expose. (laughs) But yeah, so I don't really feel like we're supposed to be labeling each other anymore. A top really is pretty much defined as a sexual position that one identifies with in regards to being in control or the boss of the sexual encounter. So in other words, it's not always penetration. It's just the dominant act of the sexual interaction, the one who's in control, the one who wants the control. And, you know, I've even heard, and I can't really confirm this because I don't have very many close lesbian friends in my life, that a lot of lesbians actually consider themselves to be tops and bottoms in like their relationship structures as well. And so if this isn't true, lesbians, please don't come for me because I did not do the proper research to verify that at all whatsoever. But I do feel like in most sexual encounters, this is the dynamic of what it means to be a top or a bottom or to showcase that top, jo- hot jock top energy. So that's what I mean by that hot jock top energy energy. It's the boss. It's the one in control. It's the one that will most likely stick their dick deep within your ass. But you guys listen, just like the opening fucking story, it's not always foolproof. How many times have you ever been on a date with a guy and then you go on a second date and you go on a third date, things start really going well. You're not having sex because you're just really trying to get to know this individual and see where things go and what could be next and all of it. But then when you start to get, like, a little bit more familiarized with one another, you start to wonder, like, is he a top or is he a bottom? I just don't know. Like, there's no indicating factor that would, like, remotely tell me that he's a top or a bottom because, I mean, again, we've seen feminine tops, otherwise known as the blouse... (laughs) Or we've seen very masculine bottoms. And so this just, it it gets confusing sometimes. And I feel like as we continue to evolve, this concept continues to get more confusing as we move forward. And I will say this, there are so many guys in San Francisco that consider themselves to be verse more and more now than there were when I first moved here about eight years ago. So that's definitely a fucking thing. But here's the thing, you guys, San Francisco has the reputation for being like all bottoms. The joke is, is that if you're a top and you are that hot jock top energy holder, you're living it up in San Francisco because in San Francisco, you are literally swimming in a sea of bottoms. It's like all bottoms here, you guys, it's so fucking ridiculous to even think about and the sad truth is that a lot of bottoms here have been known to convert themselves into like verse bottom or even completely versatile situations simply because there are so many bottoms here that pickings for tops are so slim. It's really very that. So obviously you guys know that I've coined the phrase bossy power bottom. It's become the title and the name of my umbrella production company, I mean, is a very perfect description of who I am as a person because I 100% almost exclusively identify as a bottom. And I am the bossiest power bottom that you will ever know, not just in the bedroom, but in life. Like, listen, I openly embrace being a power bottom or a bossy power bottom. I am that bossy fucking power bottom in life, in sex, in all of it. And sometimes this gets a little bit controversial in the bedroom, especially when you get these hot jock top energy style people and you end up wanting to go home and have sex with them. And and then they suddenly realize that you're wanting to dominate the sexual encounter, even though you're wanting to get fucked. So, That's become a situation that I've had to somewhat maneuver through throughout many of my sexual encounters. And it's not always a bad thing, you guys. I've had plenty of tops who have been pleasantly surprised that I enjoy dominating the sexual encounter. And that's just fact. Ask any of my sexual suitors. (laughs) But then, you know, there are moments where I have had to adapt to the idea and the notion that there are so many bottoms in San Francisco. And so I have had to top in many of scenarios. And you guys, listen, here's the thing. I don't particularly prefer to top, but I will do it if need be. When push comes to shove and neither one of us know we're out at a messy night of drinking out at the bars with Cahoy at a gay bar and You know, you end up going home with this guy that you're totally hitting it off with and neither one of you has any idea who's the top and who's the bottom and what's happening next. And you think you might have it figured out, but then you get home and then it's just not what you're expecting it to be. And then suddenly one thing leads to another. And then I find myself having to top after the way it starts going once the clothes come off. And you guys, I am the laziest fucking top. Like if I have to top literally... (laughs) (laughs) This is no joke. I just want to lay on my back and have you ride my dick. Like, that's how I prefer to top. I am openly disclosing the fact that I am the laziest fucking top out there. So I'm a bossy power bottom, but I am a lazy ass fucking top. (laughs) And that's just the way it is here. But it really is, you guys. San Francisco is like swimming in a sea of bottoms. And the only way that you don't drown in this sea of bottoms is looking around in the vast expanse of this sea of bottoms and looking for that hot jock top dick that just so happens to be that life preserver that will get you out of that, like, sea of bottoms that eventually will just make you fucking completely drown. (laughs) But that being said, I feel like a lot of the tops in San Francisco, once you finally score one or find one, they're fucking selfish as shit. Have you guys ever experienced this selfish top thing? It's basically like when you go over to a grinder hookups house and you guys start going at it. You Obviously, you usually start with the stereotypical norm. You get on your knees. You start sucking his dick. Sometimes he eats your ass. Sometimes he doesn't. He just spits in it because he just wants to get to the good shit. You know, the next thing you know, he's like fucking you. And then, I mean, I've been in those situations where I'm like, you know, I'm moaning, I'm getting into it. I feel his dick going in and out of my ass and there's almost no sound coming from him at all whatsoever. And then I look around and and the next thing I know, he's like pulling his pants up and zipping them. And I'm like, oh, are, are you done? But like he came in my ass and he's done, he's finished. And I'm just like, what the fuck about me? You guys, if I had a dime for how many times that exact scenario happened to me, then I'd be fucking rich because (laughs) so many of the tops in San Francisco are so fucking selfish. So this is my challenge to all of you tops listening out there. Try your very best to please your bottom just as much as you supposedly pleased them (laughs) because chances are that they will keep coming back for more and more and more. And that is only good for you because you as a top are just going to continuously get off in their ass so put in a little bit of effort and you might benefit from the results (laughs) but you guys listen this hot jock top energy that i speak of is something that i feel a lot of san franciscans carry around in their personality the way they carry themselves the confidence all of it to a place where more often than not you end up finding out that they're in fact just like everybody else in san francisco a total bottom. <laughs> it's just, it's just one of those fucking real truths that we've all had to deal with in our lives. So I have a couple of random stories that, China, that sort of explain this a little bit more in depth. So years ago, I was chatting with this guy. I think I met him on Jacked, if I'm not mistaken. And in this time frame, I had really been hitting the gym pretty hardcore. My body looked really good. I had put on a lot of muscle. Things are going really well. And this specific selfie that I had taken shirtless was, uh, now looking back, I understand that it was fully a situation where I looked like a fucking hot jock top. I it exuded it. It it read it, it. That's what people saw when they saw this profile photo. And I noticed the moment that I changed the photo, I got this flood of attention. So here's the thing. This guy hit me up. We hit it off really well. I think he was wanting it to be a little bit more than just a random hookup, but he came off very hot jock toppy. He came off with that hot jock top energy. He looked like he was really into sports. It Just everything about this guy just screamed top. So we met for the first time at Dolores Park. He was walking his dog. I, you know, went to go meet him. And, you know, we... Had a really great time. The plan was for us to walk his dog together. But the crazy part about this specific situation was this was a Friday. I remember it well, like it was yesterday, because the following Sunday after this Friday that we met, we were supposed to go on a run together. Like this guy was really into sports. He wanted to go on a run and I was all in. And so we actually planned the Sunday run before the Friday. But last minute on Thursday night, he asked me if I would be willing to meet up with him on this specific Friday for the dog walk. And I agreed. So we had already planned the Sunday run. So when I met up with him the Friday before, we hit it off, or at least so I felt, things were going really well. He really, same thing, he came off as that hot jock top. Like, I knew this was a good thing. Things were going well. We had great conversation. He was a lot more cute in person than his photos even Described at all. His dog was cute. All the things were working. All the boxes were being checked in that moment. So you know, as we wrapped up the walk, and I felt like things went really well. I checked in with him about that Sunday run and asked him what time he wanted to meet up for said run. And he just looked at me and said, "Oh, uh, I have brunch with friends. I don't think I can do that." Uh, You guys, I never. Heard from him again. And I was just like so confused. I didn't know what was happening. And it turns out, based on a friend's in the know advice, because apparently this one specific friend sort of knew him because he ran into another circle of his friends. And so he sort of knew of this guy, that he actually was a bottom. He wasn't, in fact, a top. He was a total bottom. And I think he looked at my jacked. Photo assumed I was a top and wanted to meet up. But then when he met me, it's like, hello, do you hear the sound of my voice right now? <laughs> I could never be mistaken for a top ever. Like, if you interact with me in person, you just know that I am on all fours accepting multiple dicks at a time. And that's just my life. <laughs> The other scenario that I found a little awkward was there was another guy that I, this was more um, in the realm of like seriously dating. He seemed really great. He kind of came off with this very same top energy. Like I felt it hot jock top energy where we everything was great. We met up for a first date. Things went well. We went on a second date. Things continued to go well. A third date, fourth date, you name it. We, things were going really well. So then as we started to get to know each other a little bit more, we exchanged like Instagrams and Facebooks and, you know, whatever. So then one day we had made a date and it was like that same night and I just so happened to go on Instagram and I noticed a photo that he posted where he was wearing a lot of makeup and he was doing drag Now, you guys, listen, I just want to say right now before I continue this story, for all of you drag queens out there that are going to come for me and say that drag queens can't be tops, that's not what I'm saying here. This was just a big red flag in regards to the idea that this was the first moment I thought to myself, oh, maybe he's not a top after all because he's doing drag. Again, this is way back when, years ago, where this was more of a stereotypical norm. I have slept with tops who also do drag. So I fully understand this is a thing. So please, again, do not come for me (laughs) because I already know that you all will. But that being said, that night, I think we sort of were both ready to have sex. And so, you know, we ended up hanging out of my house. We ended up segueing into my room and it was just one of those super awkward sexual situations where the chemistry... chemistry the chemistry (laughs) was really there we were making out profusely clothes were coming off things were going so well it was just like the smells were all perfect things were just jiving all the right things were happening it was going well it was going well the buildup was happening literally it was that moment where you were just expecting him to like flip you over and stick his dick in your ass and go to town but you guys it wasn't happening. I feel like he was waiting for me to flip him over and start fucking him. And you guys, literally, we ended up just like jerking off together because neither one of us was willing to top in that moment. And it does turn out that he is 100% a bottom and now a good friend of mine. And we're not like sleeping together. We're not dating nothing. He's just a friend. And now I know fully that he is just as much of a bottom As I am. And that is the dynamic of what that specific situation was. But the whole time we were dating, we had no clue. I was getting that hot jock top energy from him. And I was so fucking wrong. So, that being said, in today's gay society, as we continue to evolve as individuals, just know that just because you are getting that hot jock top energy, That doesn't necessarily mean that he is actually that hot jock top. Think about that for a moment. So, what do we learn today, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen? Guys and straights, hot jock tops, and bossy power bottoms, gender fluid and non-binary, bisexuals and lesbians, transgender, and questioning, well, I'd like to think that we learned a whole hell of a lot this week. Listen, at the end of all of it, you know, we used to be in a space where everybody just identified as what they were, a top, a bottom, verse, side, whatever the fuck, but now we're in a space where you know those hot jock tops are now becoming bossy power bottoms, and now the bossy power bottoms are becoming hot jock tops, and everybody's just kind of, you know, getting into a place where when you start to chat with guys on a sex app or a dating app, you really just don't know what they are or what they do, or do they dabble here and dabble there, or are they just strictly a top or a bot? Or what? It, we don't know. We just don't know anymore. So should we just kind of throw the labels out? Or should we just continue to try and pinpoint when trying to get to know somebody? If they're a top, if they're a bottom, if they're something else, whatever. Really, I don't think we learned much this week. I think we just learned that it's just one big giant clusterfuck of really just all over the place. But, you know, I just really want to hear from all of you hot jock tops and bossy power bottoms out there. What the fuck do you think? Do you think we need the labels? Or can you adapt in a sexual situation with somebody who you thought maybe was a top, but it's actually a bottom, etc.? Give me a call at the official My Gay Expose podcast hotline at 415-501-0401. That's 415-501-0401. Call in. Leave a message and tell me all about it. And with that, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. Click five stars. Follow on Spotify. And don't forget to turn on those notifications so that you can catch with me of each and every episode of My Gay Exposé Podcast right when it drops. Follow on Instagram, TikTok, threads, and positive plus one. All at Exposing My Gay. And don't forget to check out the official show website, mygayexposepodcast.com. And there you'll find any information that you need to know about the show. And don't forget to join us next week for another messy, salacious, and relatable episode with me, Exposing My Gay. Oh, wait, I almost forgot. One of the most important things ever go to ronniewashburn.com. That's R A O N I, washburn.com, and check out the Boston Tower about it. bossy power bottom wear catalog (laughs) oh my god Uh, and pick your next piece for your upcoming gay and or pride related event or just shit that you want to wear to the gym to ensure that that hot jock top will fuck you in the showers and now you can not forget to join us next week for another messy salacious and relatable episode with me exposing my gay I'm Ronnie Washburn, and I will hit on that hot jock top because I am sensing that hot jock top energy with all of you next time. This week's expose has been brought to you by Bossy Power Bottom Productions. Want to know more? Go to bossypowerbottom.com and find out for yourself what it truly means to bottom like a boss with Bossy Power Bottom Productions.